Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Emeka Okafor, DJ Augustine, Joey Devine, Kenny Gaddison, Gerald Wallace, Sean Keen, Eldon Campbell, musical guest Archers of Loaf, <laughs> and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Oh, wow. If you know those names, you know we're in the Southeast Division, and that is our preview. But first off, I've got to say, hi. <laughs> um, Joey, it's your host, Joey Devine. I almost just said my name for no reason. Wow. What yeah. is happening? Um, at, it's me, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine, here with my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Joey? Oh, I'm in a southeast state of mind. Which <laughs> there is we go. Like if uh, like a Billy Ray Joel would <laughs> sing that. Um, <laughs> um uh, Dave, as always, is not here, um, but I swear to God, we are going to have him on again soon. I Someday. Promise. We will. The baby's coming. Hopefully, yeah. we'll get some time once that baby comes, because, you know, everyone knows once you have a kid, you just have all the time in the <laughs> <Right>. world. <laughs> well, I'm just very excited for little baby Lonzo Irvin Schilling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's Lonzo Irvin Stone Cold Chilling. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, Sorry. Shouts, shouts to the masked men everywhere. Um, before we talk about the Southeast Division, though, Sean, we mm. should uh, get some business out of the way. Yes. Uh, did you know we have a new email? Oh, I do. 
Oh, what is it? It's uh, roundrockpod at gmail.com, the same as our Twitter handle, at roundrockpod. Yeah. We, I don't know why we didn't have you saying that in the first place, because the, I can't, for some reason, I can't say those two things. I have to say, when you threw it to me, I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, as always, we are... Giving away stickers. Giving away stickers. If you would like free round of rock, uh, free round ball rock stickers, what is wrong with my mouth? <laughs> uh, if you want free round uh, round ball rock stickers, uh, DM me or email me at one of those emails. Yes. Um, and uh, let's just go to the news. Yeah, people know. Oh, yeah. we'll name your fantasy basketball team oh, too. Yeah, for one dollar a five star iTunes review, we will name your fantasy basketball team. We named one already. Yes. Our friend Christian. That's right. Uh, who goes to Cal State Fullerton. That's right. Who was actually the genesis of this idea. He mm-hmm. asked us if he want, we wanted to name his fantasy basketball team, and we were like, Yes, but we were going we are going to charge money for it. <laughs> uh, Sean, do you wanna tell the listeners what name we gave christian what name did we give him i'm i'm blank the dwight mamba dude oh the dwight mamba <laughs> <laughs> uh the so, two yeah. commemorating the greatest season in los angeles lakers history. yeah this is gonna be fun <laughs> um so go dwight mambas and if you want a fantasy basketball name you let us know give us a dollar or a five t- five star itunes review if you're in one of those uh Late season, week three only, week three on fantasy football. I guess you'd have to be in a week four fantasy football mm-hmm. league. We'll still name your team. Or if you want us to retroactively name your yeah, fantasy I mean, baseball reason. team, yeah. we'll do that. <laughs> we'll name any team. Yeah. We'll also name pets, Softball children, teams, yeah. boats. Um, a boat is $5, <laughs> right? <laughs> Planes are 10 Planes are 10 Yeah. Um buildings we'll name your buildings we'll name your buildings yeah <laughs> all right um in fact you know what if you want us to name your building yes you have to fly us out to the building so yeah. we can see the building then i can christen it with a champagne bottle uh-huh. and the, <laughs> the name uh all right <laughs> where are we going here all right uh robot play the news drop sean you know what our number one story is? I do. Anthony Randolph is a motherfucking champion. That's right, son. Oh. That's right, haters. I've said this from the beginning that he was going to be a champion, and well, he it, did it. Look, I'm just saying, since June, you know who's gotten championships? Al Harrington mm-hmm. in the big three, yep. Matt Barnes in the NBA, mm-hmm. and Anthony Randolph in Eurobasket. And JaVale McGee, oh, JaVale another McGee. Joey Divine favorite. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, it's great. It's yeah. great. All we need now is uh, Nemanja Nedovic to win a uh, team handball yeah. uh, championship. And, and maybe Andres well, Biedrins to Biedrins, beat a traffic ticket. Yeah, Andres Biedrins needs to, like... Win a blowjob competition or whatever. All right. Um, <laughs> but here's, for those of you that don't know, which, first off, how could you not? Anthony Randolph. It's everyone's number one piece of news. People can't stop talking about Anthony Randolph playing for Slovenia. Uh, they won the Euro basket. Sean, who did they beat? Um, they beat Serbia. Oh, those. Who's on Serbia? Uh, a bunch of gangsters. Um, <laughs> Serbia, uh, who is on the Serbian national team? I don't Saric? Wanna... Is Saric Serbian? Yeah, 
is? I think he is too. I think he is. <laughs> uh, Darko is also Serbian. But, but Darko was not playing. He's farming. No, no, no he's farming. He may have been <laughs> supplying the team with raspberries. I can't remember what he's farming. It's weird. Oh, Bogdan, Bogdan, Bogdan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bogdan, he's... who's going to win Rookie of the Year. I um, think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Bojan, also Serbian, right? Also, Nemanja uh, Nedovic. Was Nedovic on that team? It uh, Kuzmic is, though. Oh, Onion Kuzmic. Boban, uh, Kuzmic, and Bogdan Bogdanovic. That is, those are the only NBA players. Great. Well, uh, congratulations, second place, those people, because you didn't sign Anthony Randolph for no reason. Yeah. If you did, you would have won. Too bad you didn't <laughs> manipulate the rules and give Anthony Randolph a random European passport. <laughs> he's above the law and he's a champ, baby. Uh, so what's even crazier about Anthony Randolph being a champion, Sean, is... There was also a story on ESPN.com about him. That is how on fire Anthony Randolph is this summer. Is that the first time in like six years he's been mentioned on ESPN.com? He was on SportsCenter last year. Oh, really? Because he had a crazy block. Uh, oh, for Real Madrid? Yeah, and then and it was in the top ten plays. And I was like, whoa, Anthony Randolph on SportsCenter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not that I watch SportsCenter, uh, unless it's Jamel Hill, because she should keep her job forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're so far away from the other. Like We're so far left, we believe she should never have another job. Yeah, in she fact, should I, only host the six. We're just like, yeah, and the government should pay for a universal basic income for doing it. <laughs> By the way, Jamel, do you want to join the DSA? Oh, no, <laughs> um all right, anyway, back to Eurobasket. Um, Goran Dragic retired from Eurobasket. From Eurobasket. He's 31 years old. Uh, well, which leaves a giant opening for you-know-who. Uh, Zoran Dragic. Yeah, I think yeah. Well, also, for whatever reason, FIBA changed the qualification rules. So uh, you're you're playing like on odd numbered years during the basketball season yeah, i great. think super so, cool like, i don't know what they're doing but yeah so there's not really going to be legitimate nba players on the qualifiers so they're mainly just kind of making international basketball irrelevant not to anthony randolph not to anthony randolph he'll be there <laughs> real madrid will give you time off to go to eurobasket um and also like eight weeks of vacation a year and <laughs> Playing in Europe is awesome. Um, so I have a theory about what the Cavs should do, Sean. Okay, yes. If they lose LeBron James, mm -hmm. which, what do you think that number's at now? That they lose him? 50-50? 50-50. Yeah, so yeah. on the 50% chance they lose Anthony Rand, I mean, they lose LeBron James, mm -hmm. I believe the Cleveland Cavaliers should bring this Slovenia championship team over sign and trade <laughs> lebron james for goron Dragic. back to miami back to miami that would be that's where lebron <laughs> still has unfinished business with those great <laughs> fans of miami they get goron they mm -hmm. draft luka Doncic with mm -hmm. that brooklyn pick yeah and they just sign anthony randolph for the minimum <laughs> perfect 
Has a team ever repeat gone from Eurobasket champs to NBA champs in a single year? If anyone did it, it was the Spurs, but I don't think they <laughs> did. <laughs> I'm um, so legitimate question, I guess. Uh, how far away is Anthony Randolph from the NBA right now? I mean, I think if he had been a free agent this summer, someone would have signed him. I think you might be right. Someone because... signed Epe Udo, who is boring Anthony Randolph. Yeah. Drafted by the Warriors, <laughs> given up on too soon. Um, so he shoots like 35% from three now. Yeah. And, and he's, he's seven a, feet tall. Yeah. And he now weighs, in 10 years, he has put on 30 pounds. <laughs> So he's seven feet and like two twenty five now, but still like that that makes a lot more sense in the NBA now. I don't know where he'd go. I guess he's like a forward center now. He's a center. He's like a straight, he's a straight center. center. <laughs> so I mean, there's not like a lot of. I mean, I guess, I guess Plumley just got forty one million dollars for three years. Which Plumley, Sean? Uh, Mason. <laughs> I want to say, say Mason. <laughs> Uh, that's a line from the movie Clifford uh, for all you best show fans out there. All right. Um, there's probably a Clifford Plumley somewhere in that family tree, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. They're great, great grandpappy Clifford Plumley, <laughs> Clifford Buford Plumley. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay. So you think Anthony Randolph is close to being in the NBA? If he wanted to, I think. Yeah. Now, if I read you some quotes... Let's decide if you still feel that way. Here's a quote from Anthony Randolph. I won't go back in the NBA just to say, oh, I'm back in the NBA. I feel like I have to know that I'm going to have a role and that I can help the team and that I have an opportunity to play. I don't want to go sit on the bench. I want to play. I love playing basketball. Feels oddly arrogant. <laughs> it feels really arrogant. It feels like Anthony Randolph in quote form, right? Like like <laughs> too defiant, yelling at Yao Ming, probably crying while yeah. saying it. Right. <laughs> like it. It sound. It reminds me. I, I've just. I, I have no idea how he sounded, but it kind of sounds like uh, the Fresh Prince when Ben Vereen left. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I want to know that I'm going to have a role and I can help the team and have an opportunity to play. I don't want to go sit on the bench. I want to play. I love playing basketball. Why don't basketball love me? Okay. So does that make you feel better or worse about Randolph's NBA chances? Worse. Okay. What if I read you about read you this quote from Mike Schmintz of ESPN.com, formerly Draft Express? Mm-hmm. Quote. Randolph still battles inconsistent on-court awareness, a lacking physicality, and an up-and-down motor at times. Soft-spoken and not always playing with the fire coaches and scouts look for, Randolph hasn't completely shaken his tendency to float through games. So that's not great. So he's the same as he was at 19 years old. I believe believe Jay Billis gave that exact scouting report on... On draft night. <laughs> uh, come back, Anthony. Please. Come come home. 
I mean, I don't know. The Warriors don't have the place for him, unfortunately. I, I mean, let JaVale go. Bring Anthony. JaVale's going to be like designing clothes or <laughs> running like a web series. I guess or if something. David West retires, I don't know if you can have Anthony Randolph, JaVale McGee, and uh, Swaggy P on your team, though. No, one, that's too much. <laughs> I mean, they're you, pushing it with Nick Young and Javale McGee. I mean, at the you same certainly time. can have those three if you are an NBA 2K5 team that I created. But um, <laughs> um, I guess 2K7, not 2K5. Yeah. But you know what I mean. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, since I brought up the Warriors, I guess we got to talk about this bullshit. Oh, um, this dummy. Kevin Durant. Uh, talked trash on Twitter, which isn't new, but he talked trash about about his coach, his for about Billy Donovan and Russell Westbrook. But he did it in a passive tense. It was he, he was trying. <laughs> he clearly has a secret Twitter account that he uses, and he forgot to log out of it, and so he said things like, "KD wasn't going to stay there with Billy Donovan," and if it like. If this were Ricky Henderson's Twitter account, yeah. if Ricky Henderson knew what the internet was, uh, <laughs> that would make sense. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. Ricky Henderson Ricky- knows what the internet is, but only for online poker. Right. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm all set up. I got my online poker. I get my mail through Prodigy. <laughs> And he's got like a lime wire thing that he doesn't quite understand and is <laughs> accidentally just He's been downloading the uh Bobby Brown's It's My Prerogative <laughs> for seven years straight. <laughs> People keep calling Ricky. <laughs> um All right, uh back to Kevin Durant. Yes. Um Should I read this quote? Let's just skip it actually. All right. Look, this is boring, man. Uh, I'm sick. I said this before we went on the air. I'm sick of Kevin Durant. Like, I love Kevin Durant. I'm dying to see him play basketball again. But I'm sick of a story a week about how it's like, he talked shit about Steph. He talked shit to these these, uh, guys on Twitter. Mm -hmm. He... uh, like, you sent a guy a free pair of shoes. Like, just go on vacation, man. Like, like what do you go to Hawaii? <laughs> like, like I, I feel like one of the benefits of being an NBA player is that you don't have to be on Twitter. Like, yeah, yeah, like it doesn't matter. Like, uh, I'm about to go out of town, and I'll have a little bit limited internet access, and that was for sure an appealing part of it to be like. I mean, I'm still going to be looking at my phone that doesn't have any service mm-hmm. all the time because I'm I've been tricked. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, what, how is how what's missing for Kevin Durant as a man that he wants to like argue with 17 year olds on the internet? I don't know, man. I'm just like, just take a break, dude. I liked it at first, but mm-hmm. it's like. <sighs> Him having a secret account is pretty Talking pathetic, Talking to Bill Simmons, like, it's all... And look, I like Bill Simmons. Mm-hmm. I want to make that very clear. Yes. But it's like... They're running out of material. Just That's go all. on vacation. Yeah. Just, like, look at all the fun Clay had this summer mm-hmm. and then think, like, what if I did that for two weeks? People yeah, would love him. Learn how to paddleboard or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, look, Dave does not think that Kevin Durant is a good swimmer. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons they lost the banana boat team in that game wow, played in the ocean. A long callback. But uh <laughs> yeah, man, take some swimming lessons or whatever. <laughs> Uh, I I said it before. I think Katie knows how to swim. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, I also believe he knows how to swim. My question, though, is why do you think Kevin Durant is like this on social media? I think he mistakenly uh, believes that the the joke of him being shitty to people on Twitter is like still fun. Yeah. And it used to be like, he used to be super fun and unfiltered on Twitter, but that again is like that's so fun when a twenty-one-year-old is talking shit, and then you're like, oh, he's he's like almost thirty, and he's I don't still necessarily have a with problem teenagers. with that. It's just the frequency is more my problem, like. And the secret account is weird. Like, yeah, that's. But like Mello is older than him, and everybody loves when Mello claps back at a guy. It's just the frequency. Well, of yeah, it. that's what I mean. He's <laughs> calling back the joke way too much. Yeah, it's like he's like the cheeseburger guys. No, let's do something a little on SNL. He's like, uh, if it's Pat was on every single week. People mm-hmm. would be done with its pat, and people were done with its pat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I can't believe that was the newest Saturday Night Live sketch I could think of. I was thinking the cheerleaders, and even then, twenty years old. Twenty years old. <laughs> Should ask the ghost of Don Pardo. It's more like the Target Lady to me. Yeah. Except I enjoyed Kevin Durant clapping back at people once. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> question though, who else has? The NBA. Who else in the NBA has a secret Twitter account? I mean, weirdly, JaVale has a publicly secret Twitter account. He does? P- well, th- isn't there a separate Pierre McGee account? Oh, yeah, I think there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I think, uh, those, I think there's some guys like, Re- like somebody like Reddick would do it, but he's too moral. You know? <laughs> I think but LeBron I bet- has like seven. Oh yeah, and and like <laughs> one of them is just, but they're all like weirdly positive the whole time. Well, no, I think like <laughs> he has an account for following basketball writers. Yes, he has an account for fo- that just follows Warren Buffett or whatever. Uh-huh. He has an account that uh, <laughs> that just follows Maverick Carter, uh-huh. and then he has one that he uses to talk shit about Kyrie Irving. Um, <laughs> I think Dwight Howard. Uh, has some secret Twitter accounts, but that's just for DMs. <laughs> uh, if only we could read Dwight Howard's website again. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so KD has the same excuse as Ted Cruz for liking porn, basically, right? Or yeah. no, I guess not. No, KD's KD kind of owned clean. up yeah. to it. Ted Cruz, come clean. Yeah. Ew, pause. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Let's move on to yeah. revenue sharing. Boring. Everybody loves talking about revenue sharing. Yeah, let me try to walk us through, through this. this quickly. Okay, so there's a secret report that somehow got linked to ESPN's two most prominent basketball writers. Who might have leaked this? The league itself. That's who leaked it. Uh, oh, see, I assumed because it was Ramona Shelbourne. Oh, that it was just Jeannie Buss. I think Jeannie Buss did it to be like, look at this. 
I thought it was a Zach Lowe wind horse. It's story. Zach Lowe Shelburne, I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, Windhorse is still trying not to get divorced. He's a good guy, <laughs> Mrs. Windhorst. He's a good guy. It's not his fault. <laughs> this Kyrie thing got dragged on too long. But uh, also, if it's Windhorst, it was Griffin. To okay. be like, yeah. oh, look, I'm winning and losing money. Yeah. Oh, give me loans. <laughs> <laughs> so this says that fourteen out of NBA, fourteen out of thirty NBA teams lost money last year, and nine still lost money even after revenue sharing. And the reason for that, given, is that the salary cap went up so much, and that there is a big disparity between local TV deals. That part is true because the Lakers' local TV rights are one hundred and forty-nine million dollars a year, and up through. This previous season, Memphis's TV rights were nine million mm-hmm. a year, so that's a hundred and forty million dollar discrepancy. Now Memphis does have a new TV deal that kicks in; it will not be a hundred million dollar. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> the Na- the Greater Nashville area. Um, now now granted, um, Memphis also got a bunch of revenue sharing, but um, apparently the teams that lost money were the Atlanta Hawks. The Sounds Brooklyn about right. So, what? <laughs> yeah, the Cleveland Nets didn't really lose money, but uh, Cleveland just walk Cavaliers, through these teams, and I'm going to react yeah. to each okay. one. Cleveland Cavaliers, what? Detroit Pistons, yeah, that makes sense. Memphis Grizzlies, uh, okay. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, what? Orlando Magic, yeah. San Antonio Spurs, what? And Washington Wizards, what? Yeah. <laughs> These are lies. These are, in fact, lies, because I believe uh, this does not include any arena revenues. So, like, the Nets own the Barclays Center. Uh Uh-huh. And they didn't count any of that money. Yeah, So they're doing fine. Same with uh, Cavs, Spurs, Kings. Uh, They have debt obligations that are in there. I'm sort of surprised that San Antonio is such a small market, though, because it's pretty high in population. Why is it that they're – does it just not really have suburbs? What's the reason why San know. Antonio is considered a small market? Uh, Well, it's smaller than Houston, smaller than Dallas. Yeah, but I think it's still one of the ten biggest cities in America. That might not be I right. Don't, I don't think that's true. But okay. That, that be might wrong. be the reason. Then. You might th- be thinking of San Jose, California. Oh, <laughs> oh the one-year home. Of, of the Warriors. Golden State and Warriors, yeah. Berserker. Uh, <laughs> uh, San Antonio is the seventh largest city in America. Oh, then population. I don't know why. It's just slightly bigger than San Diego. Do they maybe not have uh, corp- enough corporate entities to buy boxes or something? I guess that, that kind of has to be it. But... Uh, yeah, that that's always befuddled me why they are considered such a small market. It's gotta you're right, it's gotta just be like there's oil companies in Houston and banks in Dallas or yeah. something like that. Um Yeah, anyway, so they're just talking about sharing more I guess increasing revenue sharing, and then some of the owners are saying Well the best Fuck part of this yeah. we're sharing this was supposed to be a one year thing and they hate that some teams that mm-hmm. they're saying teams should move if they're not, making yeah, money. which is ridiculous. The best thing they said, though, is apparently 
some owners are like, we need to expand right now because we oh to get that to cash. get a billion dollars is going to be the expansion fee, and they don't have to share it with the players. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so I guess I guess are we supposed to care about the year to year cash? revenues no. of these teams because but, the values of these franchises are skyrocketing. Well, but that's why this is coming out now. Oh, because, because the Rockets just sold for so much and oh, they now, have to push back. Yeah, and now they can be like, "Oh, but look at us, we're so poor." Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the Pistons are losing money. We have to move into a brand new downtown arena. How are we going to survive? It's like, yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, I I honestly do think that that like there are a few exceptions on this list where I'm like, this is probably it probably is tough for the Memphis Grizzlies. They're doing a lot of things right. Possibly. And they're doing they are running their franchise correctly and they have to pay those guys. Also, they're getting a new TV deal. And I, pr- I think it's probably not even going to be an issue anymore. Yeah. So anyway, this is this is some bullshit that the owners are throwing out and leaking to try to get. Sympathy. I don't even know what they're well, going for. The, when, the new CBA has six more years. No, to but run. isn't isn't there an option? Don't they have an opt out on it? Oh, maybe. I mean, I think this is some. Re- I mean, this is a very. I don't know. It's it's like it's like what happens all the time. So the tentative deal. There's yeah. They can opt out in six years. <laughs> <laughs> These. Here's here's the real lesson. Rich people in America are rat bastards. Yeah, fuck rich. They're rich fuck billionaires, and they still try to steal scraps of money from everybody else. Fuck all these guys. <laughs> Seriously. Except, I mean, kind of into Cuban. You've given me a lot of joy on Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked when Mallory Eden said she wants to buy the Knicks. I was into that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, fuck the rest of you. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> also, like, if you want to share your revenue or do, like, figure it out in your 30-man billionaire <laughs> meeting. You, why does, like, let, does, can Zach Lowe maybe kick back a little bit with his baby? Does he have to do this deep financial reporting for you bastards? Doesn't work for CNBC. He's got a baby. He just wanted to go to Croatia once in his life. Leave Zach Lowe alone. You're already trying to break the Windhorse family apart. <laughs> Ease up. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, Andrew Bogut's a Laker. <laughs> Why is he a Laker? <laughs> this just it does not make a ton of sense to me. Maybe they didn't have a backup center. I guess Larry Nance. I guess he's a forward or Tarek Black or whatever. Yeah, they have all those guys. Now, Tarek a... Black's gone. He's on the Rockets now. But whatever. But yeah, they've got cares? Thomas Bryant. And <laughs> I mean, I guess technically, I guess they can use him. Maybe he and Luke Walton get along. Maybe. I'll they... tell you who he's not going to get along with. LeVar and Lonzo Ball. <laughs> On this me- is this is everything that Andrew Bogut hates, Pro- by which yeah. I mean black- self-promotion and black people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guarantee on media day, he is going to say something inflammatory about LeVar Ball. I just guarantee it. Yeah. Well, and he's like, I can't tell if he, I feel like he became less fun when Trump became imminent. 
Because yes. you're like, oh, this guy's kind of a weird, racist Australian guy, but that could never happen here. <laughs> it's not like we're electing a white supremacist. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I've been suspended from Round Ball Rock for a day. <laughs> yeah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders wants you fired. Um, but you know what? She's going to be at the Emmys next year, and uh, maybe true. I can smooth it out when I see her there. I'm alri- I've already got my sketch packet, like... Okay, so here it is. Bannon <laughs> is one of the nerds on Big Bang Theory. Ooh, I like it. And they're it. making a bomb that only kills Jews. <laughs> Emmys 2018. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, this is weird. I don't why did they br- why is he allowed back in America? <laughs> well, he should be in the cabinet if anything. Here's what I actually think the Lakers are doing. Uh, the Lakers don't have a pick next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they think that if they can keep Andrew Bogut healthy, they can sell him for a pick at the deadline. Yeah, I think that's fair. And also, you know, looking at the team, um, they do have Brooke Lopez. They don't have, like, a dirty jerk <laughs> on the team. You know what I mean? Like, like Randall and Nance are perfectly, like, they're, they hustle. They seem yeah. tough. But, like, a guy who's just going to set, like, a dirty screen. And, like, this is like when Marty McSorley would change teams with Wayne Gretzky. Like, I kind of <laughs> think he's just there to, to like. To protect Alonzo Ball. <laughs> well, and, like, Ingram. Yeah. Like, dudes, the Lakers don't have a lot of guys who are ready to fight right now. Although Randall is probably pretty tough. Yeah. All right. One last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dante Cunningham. The saga is over, oh. and he is back in New Orleans. Back where he belongs? Um, so my first question for you, Sean, and uh-huh. only question about this, yes. is uh, does this mean that the New Orleans Pelicans can play five-on-five five this year? Yes. I believe now you've got a crunch time lineup of Holiday, Etwan Moore, Dante Cunningham, uh, Anthony Davis, and I guess it would be Tony Allen at the four. I'm assuming DeMarcus Cousins has fouled out or ejected been ejected from the yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever. I don't uh, know if it's six fouls or two. No, it would be Dante Cunningham at the four, right? Oh, I guess you're right. Tony, Tony Allen, Allen at the, the three. three. Holiday at the two. Or do you think Rajon Rondo at the point? <laughs> I believe in Etwan Moore, man. But, yeah, it's like now, now it's like it's weird that it – it feels like they just don't have a vacant tenth spot on the roster because it seemed like it seemed like they only had seven basketball players yeah. until last week, and now it's like I only have Tony Allen and Dante Cunningham and now. Ian Clark. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, <laughs> none of it works. Still, you have two centers. <laughs> uh, all right, Sean, you want to do our ad read? Let's do the ad read now. Okay. So our ad read for this week, we have a new sponsor. It's an officially licensed NBA product. Are you sick of only watching your local teams in the TNT games? What if you could watch the Nuggets, the Blazers, and starting in January, all the California teams, all narrated by Bill Walton? It's the NBA League Puff Puff Pass, the most stoner-friendly streaming service yet. Watch for special psychedelic replays, a warning graphic reminding you of the score every 30 seconds, and best of all, every game lines up with Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. 
Special CBD games will help put you to sleep. And by CBD, they mean Charlotte, Brooklyn, and uh, Utah Jazz. They won't bogart the premium games. All indications... Jesus, or the season will be really cool. Buy it online or out of the trunk of Zach Randolph's car. NBA League Puff Puff Pass, the best sports streaming service you'll forget you ordered. Wow. Um, that was weirdly inflammatory against Zach Randolph for some reason in that ad copy. I think that I think it meant to be <laughs> he got off. He it turned out he wasn't selling weed. <laughs> Did he he what, I guess he was he just possessing weed. No, was he was that? just around weed dealers. Oh, well, that's not out. fair. Yeah, look, he's well, only a drug kingpin in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> a story I still don't understand how or why. All right, and nothing happened as a result of that. <laughs> All right, let's, seemingly intense investigation. <laughs> let's talk about the Southeast Division, shall we? Yeah, this division. I'm going to say right off the bat. Is a fucking bummer. <laughs> uh, the first team we're going to talk about here is the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. Ooh, who doesn't like talking about them Hawks? Oh. Uh, they went for last year. They went forty-three and thirty-nine. Okay, their point differential was about even at negative point nine, mm-hmm. and uh, their expected win uh, record was thirty-eight and forty-four. So they overachieved. Yeah. Weird uh, to think of that team last year <laughs> as overachievers, but there we are. They said goodbye to a lot of people. Yes. Paul Millsap. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard. Yes. Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. Mike Dunleavy Jr. Mm-hmm. Tabo Cephalosha Jr. Yes. Jose Calderon Jr. Yes. And Chris Humphreys Jr. Wow. And also the band Junior Jr. Junior oh. Senior. <laughs> Damien Jr. Gong Marley is no longer... Sir Foster will not play his music. (laughs) Um, They brought in Dwayne Dedman, Mm -hmm. rookie John Collins, yes, Marco Bellinelli, the Italian stallion, Mm -hmm. uh, which, as you and I both know, replacing Mike Dunleavy Jr. with Marco Bellinelli is like the same. It's yes, like having the same no, guy. No difference. Um, <laughs> Miles, they got they brought in Miles Plumley. Uh huh. They brought in Luke Babbitt. They brought in Tyler Dorsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought back Ursan Ilisova and Mike Mikey Jaws Mascala. Yeah. Uh, and then also my favorite name ever, but I don't think this is an actual person. Uh huh. Apparently, they brought in a player named Nicholas Brusino. Yes. Uh, I don't want to know anything about Nicholas <laughs> Brusino because it will ruin what the player that's in my head. Did he write True Detective Season 3? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, not a lot of questions here. Um, my main question, though, is why didn't they trade Paul Millsap last year? Oh, um, that was really dumb. Because <laughs> they traded Kyle Korver. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they they got to play, I guess, an extra depressing home playoff game, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it seems like they could have gotten a lot. A lot. Well, okay, so Serge Ibaka went for a first-round pick and Terrence Ross. They would have gotten at least that, probably yeah. more. So they probably could have gotten... I mean that's that's like they did they did finally I mean they they hit the eject button on this team like that's right well they hired a new GM they hired Travis Schlenk 
the, the only Warriors. GM in the league I have talked to. Wow. Um, he did not really want to talk to me when oh. I talked to him. He was an assistant coach of the Warriors, and we were in a bar at the same place at the same time. Uh-huh. This was years ago. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't all that interested to talking in talking okay. to me. Um, Matt Steinmetz, uh, venerable <laughs> Warriors reporter? Question <laughs> mark. Uh, introduced us yeah. and thought we'd have like a great conversation. And then he was like, I don't want to talk about basketball. I'm at oh. a bar right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts anyway. to Steinmetz. <laughs> um, friend of the pod, Matt Steinmetz. Yes. All right. Um, what else? What do you want to say about this team, Sean? It's there. I mean, I, I'm glad. It's weird that they've gone from being like a 62 and 20 team to mm-hmm. this team and the only guy they got anything for was Kyle Korver basically well I guess they got I'm sorry they got Torian Prince for Jeff uh-huh. Teague that's a pretty good return it's just it's weird that Horford and Millsap both just left as free agents right and they didn't just trade one of them yeah when Demar Carroll also left as a free agent yeah but that worked out for them yeah yeah, yeah. he was that, not that good was not, well and they were also <laughs> in a position where they couldn't like really do anything Going into it, you're forgetting they also uh, are paying um, Kent Bazemore a lot of money. Yeah, they are paying <laughs> Kent Bazemore. He got he got a Mason Plumley deal. Yeah, he's, he's I think one year in. He's got like three years and fifty million left. Here's my main question for yeah. you, Sean. Uh, this is running into two of our favorite pet, uh, not projects like theories yes uh that anytime you add a plumley you get worse yes but also anytime you subtract dwight howard you get better yes what happens if you trade dwight howard for a plumley i mean the only thing i think i like i gotta say miles plumley's weed arrest this year Mm -hmm. makes me feel much better about him (laughs) like because he you can tell he's like a like a white guy that lifts too much, you know, yeah, like okay. he's really proud of his athleticism mm-hmm. and vertical jump. And it's like, at least he's like chilling out. And I really think, I mean, they just did it to get rid of Dwight Howard. <laughs> yeah. They added money to get rid of Dwight Howard. Yeah. But wasn't there a point a couple of years ago where people liked Miles Plumley? No. Like when he was on Phoenix, maybe? Well, Jim Before Barnett liked deal. him. Okay. But the other Plumley, the Denver Plumley who just got paid is the Plumley people like. He is the superior Plumley. Yeah. And Miles Plumley has been on Indiana, Phoenix, Milwaukee, and now Charlotte. Charlotte and now Atlanta. Whatever, man. Miles Plumley ain't no good. Yeah, but is he better than Dwight, Dwight Howard, Howard leaving? Like I like mean, what makes a team feel better? God, I don't know, man. I don't know who you who are you watching for this team. Like, can just Bazemore <laughs> just seeing if like this Buddenholzer system is just worth thirty games by itself? I mean, John Collins was fun in summer league. We didn't fun. see him, but everybody liked him. He dumped Deadman on people. People seem to like. Um, I don't know. Bunch of guys shooting threes and moving the ball, and people like Mike Muscala, kinda. I kind of like him. But <laughs> I don't like his rapping, his Mikey Jaws. Oh, that's, that's for bad. 
he's <laughs> one of the worst NBA talent show guys. Here's my question, Sean. Yes. Is everyone on this team on the trading block? Literally every player. Maybe not John Collins. Maybe not Torian. No, Torian Prince would. Maybe John Collins is not on the trading block, but he's not untouchable by any means. So they just tr- signed Schroeder to a big deal. You think he's on the trading block already? 100%. Baysmore's <laughs> on the trading block. Everybody's on the trading block. I mean, who who on this roster is going to be part, like a, a crucial piece on the next Hawks playoff team? Well, it I is guess... the East, so it could be all of them. Yeah, I guess it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look at the East and you're like, maybe they should just run it back. Maybe they're not so bad. Uh, Vegas has this team being the worst team in the league, I believe, or like no. the second worst team. I think they have the second lowest over under. Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's probably right. I think they're going to be really bad. I don't see how yeah. they score or play defense. <laughs> I think they'll be better than the Bulls. Maybe it depends how long Dwayne Wade plays. Yeah, it's true. But they just have, like, like they have more guys where I'm like, oh, okay, that's an acceptable NBA player. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I... Tim Hardaway Jr.'s gone, even. God. <laughs> I mean, this Hawks team, they were this team was so ready to be blown up at about January. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't do it. Well, and they would just periodically win seven games in a row, yeah. too. What a weird team. What a bad division. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you. I know. Yeah. I was going to ask. Joey, Joey, how many games did Luke Babbitt start last year? He was on the Pelicans? I believe he was on the Heat. Um, So he was on the Heat. The Heat had, like, all those guys. I'm going to guess he started 15 games. Oh, Joey. He started... 50 games. What? <laughs> uh, by the way, do you know how crazy he looks in 2K this year? Oh, I mean, he looks fairly unusual. for. I'm sorry, he started 55 games last year. He looks fairly unusual for a basketball player in real life. I imagine in 2K, it's really something. Sean, what's our number for this team? Uh, we got our number is 25 and a half. Which would be a, if you're betting the under, you are betting on an 18-game decline, and from ex- from their expected one loss, a 13-game decline. <laughs> the East is so bad. I just, it it's another team where it comes down to how much do they want to win. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over, even though I hate it. I just think that, this it's a is, very low number. It's such a low number. That's the thing. They would have to be so crappy, and I feel like they have a bunch of guys who are going to be okay. Dennis Schroeder sucks. That's basically why I'm taking the under. That's a completely <laughs> fair pick. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to uh, less depressing teams somehow. Overall, the, most, the, mo- <laughs> the worst team to root for in the NBA, the Orlando Magic. <laughs> Um, they added <laughs> Jonathan Isaac, uh-huh. uh, which a guy I liked in the draft, but I don't like him for the Orlando Magic. No, no. They also added Jonathan Simmons, another guy I like, but I don't like for the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. They also added, um, uh, 
They also added most Bates, a guy I just love. I can't not like most yeah. Bates. They added Aaron Flalo again. Is that his third time in I Orlando? I think so. They added Shelvin Mack, and they added Wesley Uwundu. Man. Um, I do not really understand what's going on there. Um. He, they, they, well, I mean, I, I do get it. Like, Jonathan Isaacs is probably, like, the most talented guy they could get there. Yeah. It just seems like he's exactly like Aaron Gordon. Right. But and, uh, is this them giving up on Aaron Gordon? No, I mean, I think they really believe in him, except, I don't know, man. Who who do you want on that team? That Ibaka trade was kind of disastrous, given that the exact same package got Paul George. <laughs> yeah, but that's not their later. fault. That is not their fault. That is not their fault. Um just seems like they uh, it's another team that's got a lot of like small forwards who don't shoot, which is not like a winning recipe. Yeah. But also they don't really have a point but guard. But also still. they they don't really have small forwards because all of their small forwards should be playing power forward. Everybody's a tweener on the whole team like I don't know who's who's their best player, Vucevic, which is weird. <laughs> like Evan Fournier, he seems yeah. Like... Evan Fournier is probably their second best player, and then Aaron Gordon's maybe their third best player. I mean, Aaron Gordon is still like a question mark. Yeah, because they've dicked around with him so much. They've never played him in the right position. Well, they also fired their old boy genius GM, mm-hmm. and they have a brand new guy. So, like, which the brand new guy was the Bucks GM. Mm-hmm. He's the the guy who drafted Giannis. He's he seems like he did pretty well there. Like, I think they probably have a that franchise has a slightly different arc if Jabari Parker doesn't hurt his knee. Yeah, I think he probably wouldn't trade for Michael Carter Williams again, though. But he yeah. just loves length. I mean, it made. <laughs> I get what he's. Yeah. So I mean, Orlando does have a lot of length. Uh, just, I would just say that no one on the team has any job security because a new guy just came in. Right. Except so, for Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac is like the one dude. But yeah, they still don't really have a point guard. They haven't really figured out. They still have Bismack Biombo has like, like three a more billion years dollars. Left. It's just crazy. It, they, they remind me of the Warriors where they're. Still chasing free agents really hard, getting guys past their prime, and like a bunch of a roster that doesn't really make any sense, but also isn't particularly cheap. Oh, we also forgot to say who they left. Who oh, left. left, yes. Uh, Jeff Green, CJ Watson, Jody Meeks, all gone. Well, Which, whatever. Win for good Floyd Mayweather. One more. <laughs> one more victory for the money team. Um, I don't know. There's nothing to say about this team. I don't know what they are. I feel like we're just waiting for... Like, either a fire sale or something. But like, I don't even know what they sell. Well, and on paper, the least talented team in the league last year. They really overachieved with yeah. Vogel. They went 29-53. and 53. Their point differential was negative 6.6, and they were supposed to go 21-61, and 61, which means they really overachieved. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. They have a good coach. They seem like they have a good GM now. Now it's time to get rid of every player on the roster. Because even their young guys, like... Their young guys aren't there y- that young. Their young guys are also not 
getting that much better. But like, it's unclear if it's because they weren't good or because they were put in a bad situation. And there's no way. Yeah, it's a really tough team to evaluate because, like, no one on the team can shoot. Right. Even, like, Mario Hazonia was supposed to shoot, and he can't shoot. He can't shoot. Fournier is their best Fournier shooter. Fournier is the best shooter. And a follow can shoot, but he's old, so he can't really get open. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's, still, it's hard to even tell what they're doing. <laughs> I feel like they're, like, pedaling a bicycle in a... Uh, like a bunch of quicksand. And everyone knew Biombo wasn't worth the money no. the second he signed that deal. Absolutely he was not. I mean Tyson Ross Tyson Ross not Tyson Ross. Uh, Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. He's a okay shooter. Uh, he's he might be their second best player actually. Yeah. And he's on the most sort of reasonable contract. Sort of. I think he's got like two years and yeah. 22 left or something. I mean, I think Fournier is probably worth the money they're paying him. I got to say, if you had to just contract one single team from the NBA next season, <laughs> this is the team to do it. <laughs> I mean, Fournier could be a, a really good third guard for a good team, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of guys where you're like, they might be good if they just weren't on the Orlando Magic. Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's just skip. I don't have any have questions. To say about this the team. entire team is a question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, their over under is thirty three and a half. I'm going so far under. On I'm this also one. taking the under. Why? What? What reason for hope is there? <laughs> the the fact that they're in the East. Yeah, but they were like they, especially given that expected win loss record of twenty one and sixty one. This is like. One of the best bets on the board this year. Yeah. All right. Um, next, we have the Charlotte Hornets. Ooh. Their record was thirty six and forty six. Mm-hmm. Their point differential was almost zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were expected to go forty two and forty, but lost uh, yeah. six games. Less than they Purely were supposed to. based on Cody Zeller's injury. <laughs> so crazy. And the addition of Miles Plumlee. <laughs> All right. So out Marco Bellinelli, out Miles Plumlee, out Ramon Sessions, out Brian Roberts. In Malik Monk, in Dwight Howard, in Michael Carter Williams, and in Dwayne Bacon, a guy people really like for some reason. Yeah, I think. Like, are they just bloggers who need puns for their, <laughs> their stories? He's cooking! Yeah. Uh, somebody brought home what his last name was this week. <laughs> it's the Lockdown Hornets. Uh, don't make, Hornets? I'm sure why there is. Don't make fun of a podcast you have that. I've never heard it before. Yeah. I apologize. I'm going to walk that back right now. In fact, Sean... I'm going to make you do this right now. Yeah. Subscribe to Locked on Hornets right, to I'm make up for it. To Hornets. I'm, <laughs> I'm watching Sean on his phone. <laughs> do they, isn't there like Buzz Squad? That, that's got to suck when you have like a real punny NBA name and they just change it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know, we're the Robert Cats. And you're like, <laughs> need a B pun. Oh. Now apologize to Donnie Devanian I'm for sorry, the Robert Cat joke. Sorry, All Donnie right. um, <laughs> uh, That No one is going to understand that, but that's okay. All right. Uh, here's my question. Is Malik Monk 
the most exciting young player the Hornets have had since the expansion draft of Gerald Wallace? Uh, well, he's like Kemba Walker. I think Kemba Walker's maybe more. Well, it's hard to say. Like, Kemba Walker won a national title, and it's pretty fun. But he wasn't like, no one was like, yeah, Kem- Kemba Walker really gets my juices flowing. Like, we're going to see a lot of highlights out of Kemba Walker. Is he, a, it, I think Kemba, well, he has like a New York City contingent behind him, I think. Yeah, but he was like, a, like, oh, yeah, he's a short point guard who scores pretty well. Like, that's not like the highlight machine Malik Monk's well, supposed to be. Well, Joey, <laughs> Kemba Walker is about to become the all-time leading scorer for Charlotte this year. That is He's 1,800 points away. Mind-boggling. Yeah. That is mind-blowing to me. And so I would even say he's likely to put it somewhat out of reach. Well, I mean, Malik Monk. Malik Monk. I love Malik Monk. I can't <laughs> believe they got him at 11. Yeah, it's I guess crazy. It's too bad he's hurt right now because yeah. it means he's probably – this is probably ruining his rookie season. Yeah. But – they're like, I think they have a reasonable conception of their team, and they'll let him wait and stuff. Here's what worries me about this team. Yeah. They added Dwight Howard. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, now Steve Clifford was his... Assistant coach in Orlando. Oh. Well, so, I mean, I guess he understands... I mean, I didn't... Did you read the Dwight Howard piece from Lee Jenkins? No. I didn't either. <laughs> I heard. I, I heard someone do say, that now Lee that we have the podcast. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, it just came out today. So Lee Jenkins apparently makes Dwight Howard sympathetic. I mean, we'll just we'll see how that poll goes that we put up. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Dwight Howard's sympathetic, man. <laughs> Sorry, Lee Jenkins, you're a great writer, like one of the best. No, I'm sure. And he's... I have not read it, but don't make me sad for Dwight Howard. Yeah, man. I'm not. I'm just not willing to do that. <laughs> I just no. Um, I just can't, as millennials say. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, can you do me a favor, Sean? Yeah. Can we run through because you asked this Kemba Walker thing? Yes. Can we run through the all-time Charlotte, Charlotte uh, scoring leaders? Yes. Just the top three or let's, top five. Let's just let's <laughs> these leaders. It's so weird that you've got this like. Gerald they, Wallace is two, right? They have inherited. Hold on, leaders. We're going career leaders. Now the leader in almost everything because they have inherited in this weird NBA thing mm-hmm. the history of the Charlotte Hornets, but and not then, the sh- but, but not, not the, the New, New Orleans, Orleans Hornets. Hornets gotcha. Just the Bobcats. So the leader in almost. Uh, okay, so do you want? Is Del Curry the leader in a lot of things? Del Curry is the game's leader over Muggsy Bogues, and it's not that close. <laughs> uh, he leads in, like, personal fouls. He, he basically leads in all the counting stats. Okay. Uh, points. He is currently 1,700 points ahead of Kemba Walker. Number three is Gerald Wallace. Number four is Larry Johnson, who was traded, like, four years into Jesus his career. Christ. Uh, Glenn Rice is five. Muggsy Bogues is six. Felton seven. Oh my God! David Wesley eight. This is the the <laughs> Gerald Henderson is nine, and then Emeka Okafor <laughs> is number ten. <laughs> uh, it's the I mean it's 
things like things like uh, Walter Herman is mm-hmm. on the leaderboards. He's mm-hmm. the fourth best three point. He shooter. was good that one year. Um, <laughs> Jason Richardson is probably on that list, right? Okafor is the rebound leader. leader. Mm-hmm. Does Jason Richardson? I don't think he was on the team long enough. Oh, maybe he's on the three point list. He is eighth. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. All right. <laughs> Um, gotta love when Jay Rich is and Brevin Knight is second in assists. Oh my God! Great, what a tight, what franchise. a team, what a team. Uh, good job, MJ. And highest true shooting percentage, Hersey Hawkins. Ooh. Um. All right. Do you have any other questions for the Charlotte Hornets? No, I almost said Bob. They're like a, just a weirdly competent, mediocre team. Where you're like, they're doing everything right, and they don't particularly have they you know just like michael kidd gilchrist got hurt a lot they they got the second pick when anthony davis was the first pick yeah that kind of i i feel like in another world mkg yeah is very good it's tough when you get hurt that much well and also like like, you're rehabbing when you should be fixing your jump shot or you hurt your shoulder and your jump shot's already bad yeah just sucks. Yeah, I like him a lot. He could have been. He could have. He could be like Andre Iguodala. Um, but yeah, they're they're like the ultimate example of how much it kills you to just draft tenth every year. Yeah, and like all these decisions of like drafting Adam Morrison and picking DJ Augustin mm-hmm. to pick ahead of Brooke Lopez and well, and everyone made fun of them drafting Cody Zeller. Uh. At the time, but that's actually turned out to be one of their better draft picks. I honestly think if this team's healthy, they're like the sixth best. Kaminsky's pretty good, too, actually. And we made fun of Kaminsky. (laughs) All their guys can do some stuff. They just don't have a star. I mean, Ken Walker did make the all-star team. Yeah. It's going to be the all-time leading star. But, yeah, it's just like it. you're... They're they're up against it. I feel like they max out a lot, even though they were disappointing last year. Yeah. It's a weird world where I'm looking at them and I'm like, you know, I think Michael Carter Williams could really help them, <laughs> but he really could. <laughs> uh, but again, I worry Dwight Howard's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so over under 42 and a half, Sean. This is higher than I expected for sure. God, I, I'm going to take the <sighs> Dwight Howard, man. <laughs> uh, I think... This is going to be a situation where Dwight Howard has not is going to be able to not wear out his he's going to wear out his mm-hmm. welcome. But I think they're gonna get enough pre wear out of him that they're gonna get to like forty three wins exactly. So you're taking the taking over. Taking the over. Uh I am taking the under because I think immediately Dwight Howard is gonna screw up the Zeller thing. Yeah. And demand to start. And it's going to be a mess. Uh, and I think they're still going to make the playoffs probably just mm-hmm. because I think the East is so bad. But I think they're making the playoffs with like 38 wins. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go to the Miami Heat. The Sean. Heat is on. Uh, they were 41 and 41. A miraculous 41 really? and 41 last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, their point differential was 1.1 points. Uh, so they were a point better. Uh, their expected win percentage was forty three and thirty nine. Yeah. Um, out, Josh McRoberts. 
<laughs> Luke Babbitt, Willie Reed, and my man Chris Bosch. I actually got legitimately it's, sad it's reading a real that. Bummer. Um, in Bam Adebayo, mm-hmm. Kelly Olynyk, Jordan Mickey. AJ Hammonds, and they re-signed to big deals James Johnson, Dion Waiters, and Udonis Haslam. Yeah. Uh so my question for you, Sean. Yeah. The first half of last season, mm-hmm. terrible. Yes. The second half of last season, mm-hmm. they were like a fifty win team. Yeah. Which team are they? I think they're closer to number two. You think they're closer to the fifty win team? Well, then the terrible team, yeah. Interesting. Because I think, I think Drogic is actually really good. I still. agree with you. Like, he is... I wouldn't be shocked if he made the All-Star team. Yeah. Um, And then they've just got a lot of guys who... they have. I think Spolster is one of the five best coaches in the league. Agreed. They have a really good organization. Mm-hmm. And honestly... Uh, Kelly Olynyk is going to be really, really helpful for them. I agree he's with like all the of those perfect things. guy in the spokes because system. he's like good Babbitt, who yeah. started fifty-five games for yeah, them. Yeah, we exactly. just learned. You look at these guys, and it's like they—they, I—I I just actually believe in Dion Waiters. Here's what—that's what worries me. Paying James Johnson and Dion Waiters and that guy Josh Richardson. Yes, it. F- those type of guys feel like guys who always have big contract years and then disappoint once they've signed their contracts. To I, me. Yes. I do. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I just think Dion Waiters was underrated uh, the, in the previous season in Oklahoma City. Because in the playoffs, he was a problem for the Warriors. Yeah, I think that's fair. He's young. He's in great shape. And he seems like... I mean, James Johnson is thirty. I would have I would have a lot of concerns about that guy. <laughs> uh, it's a perfect age for an ultimate fighter. Josh Richardson, just just what we said before. We're not sure he actually exists. Yeah, it's yeah. not clear. He could be <laughs> like like just the combination of it's a grab bag of names. <laughs> He's kind of good at a lot of things. Um, he could actually Josh Richardson could potentially become a really good three point sure. shooter. Um, I think they're just going to max out is what I think. Like, they're not wildly talented, but is there really a reason they should finish behind? Like, if any anybody below the top four teams in the East, I can't really see any reason why they would finish ahead of uh, the Heat, basically. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I do think Kelly Olenek is going to be very good for them. Yeah. And I, I don't think Bam's just, necessarily going to do anything this I, year, I but I like him long term. I also like Bam long term. I don't like Hassan Whiteside still. I know I it's getting to the point where I should be like, eh, he's pretty good. Yeah. But well, he's overrated. He's okay. He he is like uh the poor man's DeAndre Jordan. And in that sense, he is also overrated on defense and wildly mm-hmm. underrated on offense. Where DeAndre Jordan just kills guys on screens and stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not saying they're a 50 win team. I just think right. they're the. If they were if they were the four seed this year, it would not surprise me. If they finished ahead of uh, our next team, 
I think that I think they're a really solidly over five hundred team. Interesting. That I mean, I do agree with you that I think they have a really good coach, mm-hmm. and some and Goran Dragic is really good. Yeah, I don't trust. It's hard for me to trust any of these people. Like when we're like Kelly Olynyk could really do yeah. something for them. It makes me nervous. But they are they are going to play D and they are going to play super super hard. And I I just kind of like a team that's got all these like weird six six super cut athletic sure. dudes like Waiters Richardson's big, Johnson's big like. Justice Winslow's coming back, and yeah, that's true. I forgot about forward. Justice Winslow. Yeah, um, like they were weirdly unlucky last year. There is. I did read a thing though. Uh-huh. I think it was on five thirty eight that typically when teams have these big surges like that, mm-hmm. where the it's they're normally closer to the first half team than they are the second half team. Well, I think that's true, but I think they can also be like they were they were playing wildly over their heads in the second half. Yeah. But uh I don't know. I mean I just think I just think they're a forty five win team, basically. Um, all right, let's do the over under then. So you're taking the over. Yeah. Forty three and a half. I think I'm taking the under. Wow, I, it's this a, is it's cause Bosch is gone. Well, no, it's again it's it's. I feel the same way about them as I do the the uh, Hornets, where it's like, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think, I just think they're like a 38-win team, like a 40-win team. Like, I just see this as a team that is going to beat the Pacers and the Bulls and the Magic and the Hawks every single time they yeah. play. That's, yeah. I get what you're saying. I just have a hard time trusting... It's this the collection con- of misfits. Yeah, it's the contract <laughs> year thing. Like the, there are always teams like this where some rando collection of veterans who are all in like contract years have some magical year and then yeah. they all get signed for big deals <laughs> and are terrible. <laughs> yeah, this was just a weird situation where the team was so capped out they had to bring them all back. Yeah. <laughs> like they took a shot at Gordon Hayward and after that it was like, well, we have no cap space anyway. <laughs> Kelly Olynyk's one of our top five. I mean, even though there were a ton of guys that switched teams, Kelly Olynyk is probably the fourth or fifth best guy that straight signed as a free agent. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird that that's true, but it's also like, well, we didn't get Hayward. Well, let's get Olynyk and bring everybody back. Yeah. yeah. All right. The Washington Wizards, mm-hmm. our final team. Yes. 49 and 33 last year. Yes. Their point differential was 1.8. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to go 47 and 35, so yep. they were two games better. Okay. They lost Boyang Bogdanovich. Uh-huh. They lost Brandon Jennings, and they lost future Chicago Bull Trey Burke. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it happen, Gorpax. Uh, they brought in Tim Frazier. They mm-hmm. brought in Jody Meeks. They brought in Mike Scott. They signed John Wall to a huge extension, and they signed Otto Porter to a big extension. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean. What do you have to say about the Washington Wizards? Uh, I have to say that I initially, like, really, really believed in them. And now I think it is... No, I mean, they're still, like, a good team. I, th- I 
they did improve their bench a lot, but their bench still kind of sucks balls. Like, Tim Frazier is fine. Yeah, he's better than Trey Burke. <laughs> he's better than Trey Burke and Brandon Jennings were last year. And, like, Jody Meeks is, you know, a somewhat lateral move to Boyan. But the problem is... I like Mike Scott for them, though, I like actually. Mike I like Mike Scott Mike a lot. Scott he's like, like Jason He's Smith. like Mo Spates. Yeah. Mike Scott, Mike Scott is like a version of Mo Spates. Yeah. Uh, I just... I guess I guess I... The thing I worry about with this team is that they were pretty healthy last year, mm-hmm. and I'm not convinced that Bradley Beal has just turned a corner that way. Yeah, I actually worry less about Bradley Beal, even though I think he's injury prone, and I worry most about the Polish hammer getting hurt. Oh, yeah. And then I think they're really fucked. Yeah, because then they got to play Mahinmi or they're starting Jason. Well, do they even have Jason Smith still? I don't know. I don't probably, know. probably, whatever. But Jan Jan Mahinmi's such a bummer, dude. <sighs> yeah, and it's not like he's young. No, he's not. Um, I don't know why they spent all that money on Jan Mahinmi, man. Yeah, they took a shot at Horford, and then they're like, "Well, we have no trust." Actually, Jan Mahinmi is only thirty. Still. It feels like he's been around so long. He was, I mean, he has been around yeah, so long. He was so he just, good. There was that one year where he was like, everyone was like, who the hell is this guy? When he had like a real good, like for the Mavericks in the playoffs as like a rookie or like a second year player. Yeah. He came off the bench and like blocked a billion shots. <laughs> well, and then the Mavs traded him for, for Darren Collison. <laughs> um, I think this team is going to be... I th- I think this is like one of the real good teams in the East. Yeah, I have... just trust John Wall. Yeah, inherently, their top level talent is very very good. I think it's a fifty win team in the East. Their starting five is great. My worry is that somebody's gonna get hurt. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the over. I'm think... also taking the over. I it's think they can make a trade a too. Right. Because they're gonna, they're not, they're not unwilling to spend money. Yeah. Or like, like they're kind of going for it. So I could just see a situation where they either trade a pick or and ditch something. But well, and now that expiring contracts are worth something, yeah. I think a pick in Gortat could get them something good. Well, and what if like Vince Carter gets bought out? Exactly. Bring, like that's yeah. It's like all these like incremental improvements they could make that would push them to like fifty fifty. Like wins. we. We made fun of this guy earlier in the week, but, like, you know, if Andrew Bogut's healthy, yeah, like, he would really help them. Yeah. They're just, they're just, I like, I like the, I like the top end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also taking the over. Okay. All right. Uh, Sean. Yeah. I'm shocked we haven't asked this question before. Okay. But what is Charlotte Hornets owner? Michael Jordan doing right this moment. All right. Um <laughs> I think Michael Jordan is um having a denim jacket and a pair of jeans taken out. <laughs> like he's going to a tailor and they're adding more fabric. Like he went <laughs> and he bought the biggest pair of jeans he could have, but now he's got like the high Nike scientists and tailors making his jeans and his matching jean jacket and his denim cap larger. It's going to be like a Kangol denim cap. Uh-huh. That's what I think he's doing. 
interesting. Uh, I think he is hiding in Charlie Sheen's house waiting to block a shot, block one of his shots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which is a callback to a very old commercial, but whatever. (laughs) Where do you get your hands on this pole? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway... As, uh, that poll will be up at Round Rock Pod at Gmail. Uh, I did it again. <laughs> that poll will be on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Um, one last thing, yep. Sean. Anything you want to plug? Uh, comes to the business on Monday nights at Little Joy in Echo Park. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Frankie Muniz, where on eight thirty one fifteen, I tweeted, "Dear Twitter." Please stop suggesting that I follow Barack Obama. I will never follow Barack Obama ever. Holy shit. Yeah, so don't feel bad for Frankie Muniz that I make fun of him every week. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And the process in this case is making fun of Frankie Muniz. Shut it down. <laughs> Let's go home. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I hate the sharpest tool in the shed She was looking kinda dumb with her finger and her thumb In the shape of an L on the forehead When the years start coming and they don't stop coming Back to the rule and I hit the ground running It makes sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go you never shine if you don't go Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go Hey, hey now, you're an all-star Get the show on, get paid And all that glitters is gold Only shooting stars break the mold It's a cool place and it's sick you burn it up now, wait till you get older But the media man back to differ There's another hole in the satellite picture Guys, we stay, it's getting pretty thin The water's getting warm, so you might as well swim A world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it and I never get bored So, hang out, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hang out, you're an Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89 percent off usps and ups make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with stamps.com use code program for a special offer That's stamps.com, code program.